Greetings and welcome to another edition of the Stone Builders Hour with Pastor Gary and Elder JC. Welcome, 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 our beloved audience. Today we are speaking on about praying for our leaders and yes. those in authority. Ooh, they need it. I think this is a crucial time. First Timothy 1 1 through 2 says, I exhort therefore. That first of all, supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men, for kings, and Mm. for all that are in authority, even President Trump, that we may lead a quiet and peaceful, peaceable life in all godliness and holiness. I'm going to get that out because right now it's not peaceable at all. Yes, surely. It's not happening right now, and especially in places like you mentioned previously, Seattle, Portland, New York, Minneapolis. Our leaders are to conform to scriptural principles to maintain order, not only in the church, but in our homes, in our cities, in our regions, in our nation, and even in the world. So do you think all this confusion we're having Mm. is that our leaders are conforming to scriptural principles? No, all our leaders have failed. We both on the Republican side, the Democratic side, the Independent side, the Communist side, the Socialist side, the Atheist side, all of them have failed because they're not lining up to scriptural and the Word of God. Just recently in Massachusetts, we had a bishop who was on Twitter and called out President Trump. But some of y'all know President Trump, uh, he lost his younger brother. I believe that was Sunday or last week. He lost his younger brother. And the bishop uh, in charge of uh, many people stated that the wrong Trump died. Mm. Oh, God. You know what? You know, one thing about the Proverbs 29 11 says, a fool vents all his feelings, mm. but a wise man holds them back. You know, that's why great leaders, they're tactful. You know, great leaders, they should know when to open their mouths. They know when to argue and whom to argue with. They realize that no good will come from engaging in heating argument or stirring up arguments with people and instead express themselves calmly and thoughtfully, just as JC stated, peacefully Mm. and quiet. Mm. You know, but first Timothy three, one through seven says one who rules his own house. Well, mm. having his children in submission with all relevance, those children up there, we just watched a video of uh, something going on in Portland mm-hmm. guy running, minding his own business comes across uh, Antifa, Black Lives Matter. They pull him out of the car and beat him up and almost kill him and his girlfriend. These children out here today, they are not in submission to no one. That's right. Authority, leadership, no one. And it doesn't matter who's in office right now, whether it's Trump or the Democrat, they ain't going to listen to nobody. That's right. That verse starts off due to a man's desiring the position of bishop. He desires a good work. Mm -hmm. When you read the rest of the story... It must be, he must be blameless, temperate, Mm. sober-minded, of good behavior, hospitable, able to teach to all people, not just black, white, but 
all nationality, all human beings. And it appears many of our leaders forgot the word of God. And many are leading blindly with followers going over the cliff with them. Well, we are definitely on a collision course with God. So we want to see today what this lesson, how it's going to get us back on track. Yes. Of not only lining up with God and understanding his precepts, but how to become better leaders mm-hmm. because we need them. Yes, because we do. right now with all of the confusion, there to be honestly truthful, there is no one that I would fo- follow right. at all yes. because they're not giving us what we need in order to line up in a positive life. Especially in this time of crisis. Yes, it is. Very much so. With the things going on in the Middle East. With the things going on in South America. There's wildfires going on still in California. And I didn't realize in Colorado. Yes. So follow us today to see the many benefits of staying in the groove with (laughs) Yeshua. Praise God. Hey, stay tuned to the program as we uh, go through the rest of the story on the principles of leadership. But before we get started, we always love to mention our primary sponsor, Dr. Elton Powell at Dynamic Spy and Wellness Center. Uh, Just call him at 850-402-9061 or go to his website, dynamicspineandwellness.com and let him know that the Stone Builders referred you. I tell you, uh, I've been using him and I am a living testimony that he can give you the hookup. So stay tuned and we'll be right back. Anne-Marie Baker and I used to have severe excruciating right arm and neck pain. Thanks to spinal decompression therapy from Dynamic Spine and Wellness Center, I no longer have any pain or discomfort and my issues were resolved without having any surgery. Dynamic Spine and Wellness Center has helped me enjoy my life again. At Dynamic Spine and Wellness Center, we unlock your potential to be the best version of you and build your body to excellent health. Hi, my name is Dr. Powell, and we take pride in giving you fast and friendly service that is tailored to your needs. We provide safe, comfortable, and effective treatments using state-of-the-art equipment. Life is full of adjustments, so get yourself realigned for better, healthier future today. Call 402-9061. That's 402-9061. Dynamic Spine and Wellness Center. Online at dynamicspineandwellness.com. Hi, I'm Cheryl Bolt. I met Pastor Gary Montgomery and his wife, JC, at Livingstones International while working here at Wave 94. I love Pastor Gary and JC. I love their hearts. I love their passion for the families who are affected by incarceration. Imagine how you would feel if you were unable to be with your children because of choices you now regret, choices that landed you in prison. We may never know the difference LSI, Livingstones International, is making for these families. What if LSI didn't have the funds to reach out to the children whose mom or dad or both were serving time? This is why I became a monthly LSI sponsor. Would you please consider giving to help support this important ministry? 
Give whatever God leads you to give as a one-time gift or as a monthly sponsor. Your giving will change lives and will encourage Pastor Gary and JC to continue the work they now are so committed to do. Go to their website, welivingstones.org, or Google Livingstones International Tallahassee and support this worthwhile ministry. Thank you. Man, do I love card night. You ready, boys? You got a king? Go, fish that! Oh, come on! <laughs> this is WWE superstar Titus O'Neil. It only takes a moment to make a moment. Take time to be a dad today. Learn more at 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Are you ready? Welcome back to the Bible and leadership. Yes, mm. praise God. So before we get started, though, remember you can listen at your convenience to all of our previous Stone Builder shows on iTunes, Google Music. Sometimes I have a, that's a tongue twister. <laughs> Tune in, SoundCloud, and our favorite Spotify. Also, become a Stone Builder supporter with a sacrificial gift of any amount on our website at welivingstones.org or Cash App, dollar sign LStones51. That's easy to remember. Yes, dollar sign LStones51. And I know you want to join Dr. Elton Powell in helping to sponsor this program to get out the good news yes. for today. Uh, right now, I have a I love my New King James uh, Version Study Bible. And one of the things in it is it, it lists some ingredients for leadership. And when you look at it, we think of leaders for politics, for business, as though they should be separate and apart from our everyday Christian living. Mm -hmm. And it really shouldn't. And I don't know if you remember the... Um, the uh, motion that that the revival that went on in Pensacola. Oh, okay. And one of the things that they always spoke of was ministry where you work. It was mm -hmm. about being a lay minister at your place of business. Not that you had to become a minister, right. but you should be a minister. So if you were a janitor, you'd be the best janitor that you could That's be right. because you needed your light to so shine. So in recognizing some of those qualities, Leaders recognize and honor those who help in practical service. You know, they're test time tested. They just don't come out and be a leader. That's right. You see them moving up through the ranks. They know the imperative truth of, of the Bible. They know it. And not only do they know it, they teach it to others so that mm. they can know it. Because technically believers, that's what our job is. Yes. Somehow we haven't been doing a good job at all because the world seems totally confused. It's all topsy-turvy. Yes, which means that we haven't really put God into the mix. They do focus on reading their scripture. They do uh, work with the widows and others who need help. But the one thing I thought was very important is they do not welcome or consider unwarranted criticism against fellow leadership. And somehow we're missing the boat on this, oh, this yes. whole Democrat-Republican uh, election yeah. and what everyone is slinging at each other. 
it's almost as though, and we can't blame it all on President Trump because it's going across the board. Yeah. And unfortunately, our news is not picking up on what needs to be said. Yeah, I just have to put it out there. Um, but also leaders. The things that we're finding. Yes. I don't um, hear on the radio or yes. TV and see it in the newspapers. Right. They also avoid the love of money. Uh, they reject teaching motivated by greed. They urge and persuade their more wealthy congregants to uh, liberally support the work of the Lord. And they also do not involve other leaders too quickly because, you know, sometimes we can make leaders and they're not ready. Just as that one bishop did. Yes. You know, you throw in shade on the, the president. I mean, what, what bishop would say that the wrong Trump died? My goodness, what pastor would do that? That Where's the love? I mean, what happened to love thy enemies? Mm. Uh, but, but you do good to them. So <clears throat> that in the end, you'll be throwing what? Coals upon their head. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or love one as you want to be loved. That's true. Treat somebody as you want to be treated. But you know, Ephesians uh, 521 it says submitting to one another in the fear of God mm. in order to be a great leader one must serve and submit to others a wise leader submits to wise counsel otherwise the organization will fail our nation is failing right now yes they are. because we're not getting uh, the president uh, the governors uh, senators, some of them may not be getting wise counsel, especially around this COVID-19. Yes. You have one side saying wear masks, other side say you don't need it. That whatever happened before, we always had to wash our hands, wear masks, and wear gloves. Yes. Now you don't have to wear no gloves. Mm. Now we're allowed outside, but you can't be in, you can't congregate more than five or ten people uh, at around. So it's like. Our, our nation, our cities, our states, they're failing from my opinion. But, you know, from the beginning, the Almighty has watched over our leadership. It starts with Genesis 3, 17 and 19 through 19. It says, then Adam, because you have heeded the voice of your wife and have eaten from the tree of which I commanded you, saying, you shall not eat of it. Curse is the ground for your sake, and toil you shall eat of it all the days of your life, both thorns and thistles. It was still a healthy meal, because <laughs> it was vegetarian, right? Yeah. <laughs> it shall bring forth for you, and you shall eat the herbs of the field. In the sweat of your face you shall eat bread till you return to the ground, because dust self, for out of it you were taken. For dust you are, and dust you shall return. You know what? It really appears to be harsh. But the real reality is we could have been living a much better, improved, and spiritual life different from what is happening now if Adam obeyed the Almighty. But he got poor advice from his leadership yeah. <laughs> his co-partner his co-leader well, and it's so funny because when you say that uh, right now I have a garden and I've had some things come up out of the garden yeah. that was like did I really plant this but our garden has taken on a different whole venue how it looks how the fruit is growing 
That is the sweat of our brow. That thorns and thistles are coming up along with the fruit. And so we're, you know, I'm trying to constantly weed out, trying to find where is that good connection. Because as leaders, we need to know that there are certain qualifications that if we're not following God's way, that something's going to happen. What's happening right now? And right now, America should heed the warnings. Warnings, yes. Now, I know there's a whole new genre of uh, uh, gender that has popped up. But somehow, when a nation descends into perversions like homosexuality, I'm going to call it out as it is, it declines. Its decline accelerates. Its fibers are weakened and it becomes ripe for disaster, either natural or political military. If the leadership of a nation participates in these perversions, the immorality spreads like a cancer among the people, accelerating the collapse. Looks what, look what's happening right now. The leaders already perverted personally make immoral and unwise decisions regarding the nation's directions and conditions grow worse. Not my words, but God's words. And if we look at Leviticus 18, 26 uh, through 28, uh, we will find that there's some words in there for us to start paying some attention to. And God tells us, in Leviticus 18, 26 through 28, you shall therefore keep my statutes and my judgments and shall not commit any of these abominations, either any of your own nation or any stranger who dwells among you. For all these abominations, the men of the land have done who were before you and thus the land is defiled. Lest the land vomit you out also when you defile it as it vomited out the nations that were before you. Mm. We've taken prayer out of school and look at where we're at today. Wow. People are calling out different things as though it's the truth, when in fact, I can remember when people prayed, when people did certain things in their community. It was a known fact. I grew up as a Catholic, and I know every Friday, everybody fried up some fish. Baked it, yeah, grilled it, cooked it, yeah. because that was what we did. But they, we did that as a nation, not criticizing one or another, but being part a of a bountiful nation. We had to give thanks for that. Praise God, and and also the abortion issue. Yeah, you know the leadership another. under the abortion, right? And so God is angry, and just as uh, the 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 fact of the government financing abortion, that's an immoral and unwise decision. Yes, it is. Now, what a woman or family do on their own accord, what they want to do on their own, then I shouldn't have to pay for that decision. And That's that's what government does. And that's why I believe our leadership has done an injustice to all of us who don't believe in that. Well, one of the things we have to look at is since uh, Roe versus Wade, uh, there have been, I think it's something like 50 million babies that have been aborted. So therefore, it leadership should be looking at this and saying, is this something really the government needs to be involved in, period. 
Mm, mm, mm. It's just a shame. You know, God always takes of his own. What I mean by that, he tends to uh, bring you together, but also he'll bring you apart. And um, here's what I mean. <laughs> I'm getting all tongue-tied this morning. You know what? <laughs> I'm going to go get me a cup of coffee real quick. JC, go ahead and take care of this for me because uh, I'm up here fumbling right now. Hey, hey y'all ever wake up foggy? Well, I got a fog going on right now. I forget where I am. <laughs> Hopefully, we can get back on track. We will. We because will. Because we are really talking about numbers. Oh, now the video gets God. So that's why. That's let me why. go run and give me a. <laughs> let me give me a double shot of coffee. And in this particular case, I won't read it because it's a lot of names. But it was uh, five women whose father had died. They were not married, so they didn't have husbands, and the father did not have any other heirs. He didn't have any boys. He also didn't have any brothers that he could that could inherit the land. And back during those days, women didn't have any power to inherit their father's land. So the women prayed about it, went to Moses to seek his counsel. Again, good leadership. And then Moses, in turn, went to God because he was a little bit taken aback about what he should exactly do. So what ended up happening, God came back to him and said to give the women the land because there were no inheritance. And this became a statute of God because remember, God speaks through our leader. In this case, Moses was the leader of the people leaving out of Egypt. He always speaks through our uh, leaders. And so we really need to really put emphasis that our leaders need to be hearing from God. They need to be in their Bibles. They need to be providing uh, scriptural balance to what they're doing in their office. But another thing that God did is he set up another Levitical code of taking a vow with gifts and offerings. So we have to be a little bit concerned about our tithes and our offerings because that's we're vowing to God that we're giving this in true faith. It per, its purpose is to prevent foolish or rash commitments and warn against forgetting or altering our vows. So these are God's statutes. Remember before we weigh a couple uh, programs and shows before we talked about what a statute was versus a covenant versus a law. So in this particular case, God had established this because we know God is good. He knows us too well that he has to set up some sort of statute for us in terms of the inheritance, if there were no men to take over the land, and secondly, this particular one was also vowing how we gave uh, our gifts and offerings. So one of the most important um, leadership positions that I believe in all of this is parenting, which I think is lacking right now. The parent responsibility is to provide correct guidance. Child training in the way of God is correct parental leadership. And we have talked about parents being involved with their children throughout all of our programs. We have never strayed away from that. 
Deuteronomy 6, 4 through 9 is a good example of this. And the verse reads, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength. And you know Yeshua said that same prayer too. Verse 6, And these words which I command you today shall be in your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your children, and shall talk of them when you sit in your house, when you walk by the way, when you lie down and when you rise up, you shall bind them as a sign on your hand and they shall be as frontlets between your eyes. You shall write them on the doorposts of your host and on your guests. So God is serious. He wants us to really uh, establish that major responsibility of rearing our children and passing it off to anyone else. To do this, the parent must practice the way of God to the best of their abilities in every aspect of life. And unfortunately, I believe now in these times, parents are handing over their children too easily to others, to our state system, because they don't want to take that responsibility. So in this way, the children are not only verbally taught God's ways, but they should be witnessing it right in their own home. And that may be a negative. Well, I'm back. <laughs> that coffee was good, and I needed that to get me to, now I just needed to just uh, seep in a little bit more so I can get my energy back. All right. Well, I had that fog is finally lifted. Praise God. But you know what? Becoming a good leader is something that most of us all strive towards. And... But it doesn't come easy. We have to work hard at it. Yep. Like like just a few minutes ago, I, I, I was talking about, uh, I, was, I was supposed to be talking about uh, 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 numbers and I was talking about Leviticus. Praise God. But you know what? You know what? The reason how, the reason why sometimes you have to be a good leader. And I know I am a good leader because great leaders know how to delegate. And I just delegated to JC, according to Matthews 24, 45, <laughs> when I got my fob. A faithful, sensible servant is one whom the master can give the responsibility of managing his other household servants and feeding them. If the master returns and find that the servant has done a good job, there will be a reward. I tell you the truth, the master will put that servant in charge of all he owns. So a good leader can tell when a person has potential to lead and others who don't have that potential. Thank God JC picked up the mantle and kept the show going while I had to go get me a, a cup of coffee. Now, that's unusual. People don't really do that. And that's why we're amateurs. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's funny that you kept saying that word master. You know that the word's being stricken out of our vocabulary oh, as we speak today. But it's, it's that not... is in the word of God. So just know that God knows that that word is important because it will always be a master. Praise God. I'm a master. You are. You're a master so, of business. So I believe that terminology is something that we can agree on when it's used for its benefit mm -hmm. and not its destruction. And she is a true master. <laughs> Masters of business and finance from Loyola University from out of Baltimore, Maryland. Praise About God. That. So we're going to continue to discuss uh, this 
principles of leadership, but our next thing is we need to do it God's way. God's way. Not my way. Right. But his way. Yeah. Let his will be done. Yeah, <laughs> While we take this commercial break, I'm going to give me another sip. All right. A we'll coffee, right. that is. We'll be right back. Yes, please specify. So I will stop. someone loves you, they don't hit you. Hi, this is Dewey Rio with Noble, the National Organization of Black Law Enforcement Executives. Dating or relational violence is an act or threat of violence by one member of a couple against the other person in a relationship. It's also when one partner tries to maintain power and control over the other through abuse or violence. The abuse can include isolating you from others, threatening you, your family, or even themselves if you don't do what they want, physical violence, or sexual acts. This is not about love. It's about control. It's not about anything you did wrong. It's about control. If you're in a relationship like this, you're not alone. There is help. Contact Refuge House, your school guidance counselor, or law enforcement. Just remember, there is help. This message is presented by this radio station and the North Florida chapter of Noble. For more information, visit noblenorthflorida.com, and together we can promote justice by action. Tune in to the Stone Builders Hour, a unique talk show hosted by Pastor Gary and Elder JC every Thursday at 5 o'clock on Wave 94.1. Hey, it's me, your cell phone. We need to talk about something, something serious. I know you love me. I know you like using me wherever you are, but I feel like this isn't working out when you're driving. I know you may think that it's possible to focus both on me and the road, but I just don't feel the same way. I think we should spend time away from each other when you're driving. It's for the best. Visit stoptextstoprex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Welcome back. Welcome back. My finally settled down. My blood pressure is settled down. And, and I'm just so thankful that uh, learning about uh, what leadership means to the Almighty. But you know what? Uh, I'm just so thankful uh, that JC respects me as a leader of our household, of our family, of our children. And uh, on the 19th, we celebrated our 48 years of uh, marriage. And, And it's such a blessing to be able to be a man of God with one woman, one wife, and uh, and it, it's a blessing uh, to have know that someone that's there for me because I am very rich. I am a wealthy <laughs> man of God because I have a cook, I have a laundry person, I have a chauffeur, I have a cleaning lady. You know, I have a housekeeper. I have uh, I have a, a someone who keeps my books. I have all those things all in one package called my my mate, my helpmate, and my wife, and my friend. So I'm just so thankful. And you know what? This blessing of 48 years is not just one day, but it's for the remaining part of the year. And 
join us to become a stone builder uh, by uh, uh, sowing into fertile ground uh, $4.80 uh, or make a donation of $48 uh, or $480 mm-hmm. or $4,800 into the kingdom of God. And know that by joining with us, you become a stone builder to help support uh, the program and, and uh, this radio show so that we can continue uh, to go over the airways and give a objective opinion of the word of God. And what it means to us. Because if he can bless a man like me, he can bless a man or woman like you. That's for because sure. he's not a respecter of persons. No, he's not. You could be, you know, at your lowest point and he's there to pick you up. You know, you could be at a high point and he could take you real low. <laughs> so that's why uh you know, join with us because we have been on a roller coaster ride these last forty-eight years. But through it all. Through it all, we stand on solid ground and yep. not on sinking sand. What's that song say? I have some good days and I've had some bad days. But when I look around, you know, the good far outweighs the bad. Crazy and ladies, God. it does come with benefits. I know it sounds like he gets all of the the rewards, <laughs> but it does have its benefits because you do need to have someone who's going to watch your back. Praise God. Thank you. So join with us. I don't want you all to be all alone in there. Everybody <laughs> call me a dinosaur. But you know what? You could become a dinosaur also. That's true. Become the dinosaur. And and also get wisdom. Yes. And get understanding. Yes. That's what God wants from us is to yes. get wisdom and understanding. And, and so, you know what? First Corinthians uh, 1 Corinthians uh, 1.10. It says, Now I beseech you, brethren, by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that you all speak the same thing, Mm. that there be no division among Mm. you, but that you be perfectly joined together in the same mind and in the same judgment. Wow, you know, this this verse shows me that speaking the same thing is a choice. Mm. Amen. And that's what Paul says in verse number 10. We must choose for the sake of unity. That is not an option for those who consider themselves to be converted believers. It is commanded. There is no option. Yes. We must choose to follow Christ. God puts truth into his church through his apostles or prophets. That's the pattern and that he must always follow. And it doesn't come any other way. And remember, oh, yeah, when we talked about Moses, how he spoke the women who needed their father's inheritance had to go to their leadership, which was Moses. And Moses, unsure of how to answer, went to his leader, which was God. So how do we hear? And how do we know that what we hear is correct? Let's move to the Gospels. John thirteen twenty states, most assuredly, he's, he's, he's certain, most assuredly, <laughs> I knows. say to you, he who receives whoever I send receives me, and he who receives me receives him who sent me. So God is telling you that leaders that are sent by him and received by us, we know that we're in tune with God. 
God continuously, from the beginning of the book on, as we are going to see, reveals himself working through one man at Mm. a time. It's like going Mm. after that one sheep. Mm. God continuously, from the beginning of the Bible, uh, sees himself, and there are so many verses that are there. Uh, Look at other verses, and we're going to look at some of these um, that I have that I'm going to share with you uh, right now. Luke 10, 16 states, He that hears you, hears me, and he that despises you, despises me, and he that despises me, despises him that sent me. I'll pick up with Exodus 17, 2. Wherefore the people did chide with Moses, because remember, not everybody was happy with Moses, and said, Give us water that we may drink. And Moses said unto them, Why chide you with me? Why do you tempt the Lord? Because God had already told him about his leadership. And I want to just leave one more, Mark 3, 24. And if a kingdom be divided against itself, that kingdom cannot stand. And if a house be divided against itself, that house cannot stand. And if Satan rise up against himself and be divided, he cannot stand, but has an end. So just know we cannot be divided. We needed to be coming together. And we're divided right now. How can you be so divided uh, in Minneapolis? Uh, uh, and the, 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 the spark that sent everything off is uh, the, the death of uh, George Floyd there in Minneapolis. But that spark, there's there's something underlying because the economy True. was at an all-time high. Yes, For the was. first time in our history, we didn't have to import oil. We manufactured and sold oil. Uh, for the first time ever, uh, the Trump administration gave $225 million to HBCUs where they don't have to go out and beg for money anymore. That's the historical black colleges. I mean, we had an unemployment rate so low that uh, everyone had a job. The economy was booming. Uh, college students were booming. Football was booming. Yeah. Everything was uh, working uh, on eight cylinders. And then that pandemic came. Yes. And that's when the house uh, started to become divided after George Floyd. And now it's like total confusion. And God says, he tells you in Corinthians 14, 33, 1 Corinthians, for God is not the author of confusion, yes. but of peace, yes. as in all the churches of the yes. saints. So he's not the author of all this confusion. That just gave uh, 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 evil. There's yes. evil yes. that's taking place right now. And people are feeding upon the evil with so much hate that no matter who wins the office, there's not going to be an immediate recovery. No, there isn't. Because people have lost jobs. Restaurants are gone. Things are happening that will not return. Yeah. Oh, God. You know, and in Matthews 10, 1 and 4, and he said, And when he was called unto his 12 disciples, he gave them power yes. against unclean spirits yes. to cast them out and to heal all manner of sickness and all manner of disease. Yes. Now the names of those 12 apostles are these. The first was Simon. And then you had, uh, who was called Peter, and, and Andrew, his brother, James, the son of Zebedee, and, and John, his brother. 
brother, uh, Philip and Bartholomew, Thomas and Matthews, yes. uh, and, and James, the son of Alphaeus. And, and you know what? And Thaddeus and Simon and Cana. But then you still had those other 70 people who were yes. unnamed that he did at a later time period that had that same power. So you can have that same power because it's going to be up to us. Yes. You listeners to heal this nation. Yes. To, to, to have the our leaders to come together for the benefit of the people. The debt right now is $8 trillion. Mm-hmm. Are, who's going to pay all that money back? The country is borrowing from itself. The Federal Reserve now owns over 80% of the land in the United States. Mm-hmm. Do people understand what's going on? So we got the leadership throwing stones at each other, talking about somebody's daddy, somebody, uh, uh, somebody else says that uh, you know Biden, he he he's, he's uh, he can't think, he got Alzheimer's or something. And, I mean, it's so much shade going on, but no one's talking about the underlying problems that we're having in this country that is crashing. Mm. Now, when this economy crash, are you going to be ready? Because it's going to crash. When the goal, when you got, uh, when you have, I'm going to tangent on yeah, that. When you have Warren Buffett spend seven hundred million on gold, not on stocks or bonds, on gold. That's telling you they're getting ready. Now, are you getting ready? Now, one way we get ready is that getting back into the Word of God mm-hmm. and through prayers and supplication. Let me say, let your yeah, request be known that we have to pray for these leaders yeah. to stop thinking about whether you're a Republican, a Democrat, an Independent, or a Communist, or a Socialist, but what about the people? Because those cities aren't coming back. Mm-hmm. Coming back to where they were, there's going to be a new thing up there going on, and God is not present there. And he's not present. Yeah, he's not Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. That's my God. <laughs> I'm sorry, but no, I ain't sorry about going on this tangent. You know, praise God. But, you know, because the Almighty, He chooses His leadership. Yeah. Not man, His own. Remember when Moses married the Ethiopian woman? It was not only His marrying her was the only issue, it was His leadership that was challenged as well. Just remember when Marion, she turned le- uh, she turned into a leper. And just go back and read this stuff in Numbers 12, 5 through 9. And the Lord came down in the pillar of the cloud. Where are you at, God? Mm-hmm. And stood in the door of the tabernacle and called Aaron and Marion. And they both came forth. And he said, hear now my words. If there be a prophet among you, I, the Lord, will make myself known unto him in a vision mm-hmm. and will speak unto him in a dream. My servant Moses is not so who is faithful in my all my house. With him will I speak mouth to mouth. Moses was bad. He had direct connect. Even apparently, and not in dark speeches, and the similitude of the Lord shall he behold. Wherefore, then, were you not afraid to speak against my servant Moses? Mm. What? I got my boy. You going to talk about my boy? None of these leaders got God's back. Yeah, yeah. But if you go against God, God, let God punish these folks. And the anger of the Lord was kindled against them, and he departed. God left the scene. 
God does not change at all. He's the same God of yesterday yes, as today. And, and even though, and, and he's talking to a few people right yes, now. He he's getting them ready. Because it says Hebrews 13, 8, Jesus Christ, he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. He didn't come to change at all. He come to fulfill it. Boy, it's so That's long tangent. Yes, I'm sorry. Right. I ain't sorry. But it's important <laughs> for us to get the reality check. If our leaders are hearing from God directly, we would not be experiencing the kinds of changes that are going right now on in this country. The same thing happened in Newark, New Jersey, when it during the riots, the same thing happened. The city never recovered back to its original glory. So we need to emphasize that God, as, as Pastor emphasized, only speaks to one apostle or disciple at a time during any period of contact with his people. He's talking to somebody. Yes, he is. Hebrews 3, 1 says, Wherefore, holy brethren, partakers of the heavenly calling, consider the apostle and high priest of our profession, Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is the chief apostle. Come on. Radio Land, he is the chief ambassador. He is the chief representative of the Father. Jesus said, I only speak those things that I have heard from the Father. He is faithfully delivering the message that was given to him by the Father to yes. his disciples. And I know some people don't believe that. Let's yeah, face it. Right. You know, we have some people who said, oh, that's just nonsense. But all I know is we have wars, rumors of wars diverse, uh, uh, just all kinds of other calamities. People are starving. We have yeah. these fires. That's Matthew 24. Tornadoes, yes. earthquakes. At, at some of the oddest places. So he faithfully delivered the message that was given by the Father to his disciples. That principle that I gave you, when Moses was the one that God was working through, God emphasized Moses. When it was Samuel, God yes, emphasized right. Samuel. When it was Joshua, God emphasized Joshua. But when Jesus began appointing disciples, uh, apostles, Peter was the only one he chose. Even though he selected 12, mm -hmm. Peter became the rock, the rock mm. upon which he was going to build the church. Peter was the first one. He is named first and is the first disciple from all that we are able to see within the New Testament. As we see later in the, uh, the epistles of Paul, God gave him that same rule. So the sum and substance of this message is God puts doctrines into church by the man he chooses to be his ambassador, yeah. his representative. And we believe that we are part of that mm -hmm. representative. So you need to be hearing us loud and clearly. We need to keep things in order. And we have to have faith in that and in the pattern that God shows us. Um, and Pastor did read to you Matthews 10, 1 through 4, about how he portrayed all of these individuals how he made them to be able to heal the sick and unclean spirits. And somehow we're not in that vein right yeah. now. We are we're just having calamity left and right. Yeah. How can someone who's standing there to dictate to someone else driving along the road and just pulling out the car and beating them up like yeah. they have no sense? That's senseless. 
So our this leaders wicked, need to evil. get back on track. And nobody's calling saying it, anything. Because yes. they fund the police. Yes. There is no police. Yes. So when your police are gone, what are you going to do for protection? Mm. Click, click. <laughs> uh, but gun sales are at an all-time all high. Because our, I believe it's because our leaders are not coming up to bat for us. Yes. Well, we're going to continue on with uh, talking about unity and leadership because right now I don't think we have much, but we wanna, we'll be right back. Cheryl Bolt. I met Pastor Gary Montgomery and his wife JC at Livingstones International while working here at Wave 94. I love Pastor Gary and JC. I love their hearts. I love their passion for the families who are affected by incarceration. Imagine how you would feel if you were unable to be with your children because of choices you now regret, choices that landed you in prison. We may never know the difference LSI, Livingstones International, is making for these families. What if LSI didn't have the funds to reach out to the children whose mom or dad or both were serving time? This is why I became a monthly LSI sponsor. Would you please consider giving to help support this important ministry? Give whatever God leads you to give as a one-time gift or as a monthly sponsor. Your giving will change lives and will encourage Pastor Gary and JC to continue the work they now are so committed to do. Go to their website, welivingstones.org, or Google Livingstones International Tallahassee and support this worthwhile ministry. Thank you. Guess who? It's me, Elder JC, asking your support for Livingstone's Parenting Engagement Services. What is it? It will help parents be more active in their children's lives. Other ways to support? Donate online at WeLivingStones.org or call us at 850-219-0091. Remember, your donation is tax-deductible. Everyone wants a comfortable, quality, affordable home they can own and be proud of. Affordable home ownership is now reality in Recolor Gardens in Crawfordville. Just 25 minutes from downtown Tallahassee or the beach. The developer with 40 years of experience builds each new home with modern kitchens, with two, three, or four bedrooms, and with many options such as screened-in porches, large garden bathtubs, and built-in electric generator plug-in outlets to help you make it through the next storm. 
down payment and closing assistance for multiple government programs, credit repair, and mortgage loans are available. Call or text Lamar, 850-727-3532 for an appointment to see your next home. That's 850-727-3532 or visit LLC.com. That's LLC.com. Welcome back, welcome back. What a mighty God we serve. Amen. Praise God. You know, we're to, let's deal with the, about unity with leadership. and Because leadership brings unity to any situation. Yes, it does. Family, church, city, state, the nations, the world. Because yep. everything is in his hands. Yes. But Ephesians 1, uh, 3 through 5 said, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings mm. in heavenly places in Christ, according as he has chosen us in him before the foundation of the world, that we shall be holy. Mm. We shall be holy and without blame before him in love having predestined us unto the adoption of children by Jesus Christ to himself according to the good pleasures of his yes, will. Yes. Not my will, his will. So that scripture, if we believe God has everything in his place since the beginning of time, then he has his apostles and disciples in place for the formation of the church and his judgment. Yes. Even now. Those of us as believers should be excited to know his plan for us, the vision for us, and what we must look forward to on that glorious day because we're all born to die. Oh, God. Our leadership should be uniting us. So we need the guidance of those doctrines so that we know the directions to go in and we know what to do along the way. But if we don't go in that direction, and if we don't go what it says, we haven't listened to the therefore. So that's why he says, therefore, do this. And it is our business to put it into practical application, the doctrines given at the very beginning of scriptures, the very beginning of time, creation. Our time, because God is not in time. That's right. And what that's my first question to God when I meet him face to face. Why'd you let it happen? <laughs> because when you think about it, our world and how we live would be so much different. There would be no sin, no uh, disease, no cancer, mm. none of that. Wouldn't that be, be a wonderful place? Paradise. Yes, it is. Utopia. Yeah, because he gave us choice. Yes, he, well, and that's free will. Yes. So we, we are where we are. And so when we look at that, um, you know, we look at all the other verses, there are a lot, too numerous um, to really go over of the doctrines and things that the Lord is saying we need. But I want to read just a couple, but one of my favorites, and I have so many favorites, Ephesians 3, 20 through 21. Now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think, according to the power that Mm. works in us. 
Unto him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus throughout all ages, world without end. Amen. I mean, he says we have the power is working mm -hmm. in us. Yeah. But as long as we're giving him glory. Romans 12, 1 says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sac sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Titus 2, 11 through 12, for the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to all men, teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lusts, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present world. We need God in this world. Yes, we do. Uh, when I wake up, I, I'm praying that God gives us the ability to do what we need to do. So we need his doctrines. They're intended to provide a base, a foundation of knowledge and motivation for that word. We should be looking up and using it all the time. Sanctification. Yes. Sanctification is the working out what the doctrines teach us. Because if we're sanctified, what are we? Holy. Yes. Sanctification leads us to being like God in mind and heart and character in the conduct of our life and our attitudes. When we were growing up, and I grew up, you know, you always hear pastors say, I grew up in the projects. Uh, they're, they're now called housing developments. But when I was growing up, I had a model of a young lady who was in our community. Uh, you know, of course, we were all blacks mm -hmm. together, although my father was known as the crazy Puerto Rican But one of the young ladies who there worked in an office downtown. Yeah. And I can still remember her name. She lived on my street. Mamie she lived Ch in a house like we lived in a house. Mamie Chandler. Now, maybe was my my next door neighbor and she they eventually did move out because they probably actually moved into a home because mm -hmm. they were right next door to us but I loved her she was always polished she always had the right clothes her hair her sister was a uh, what we call hairstylist now but back then they she worked uh, in the beauty salon she kept her hair cut and shaped and all that but she to me Hmm. was the epitome of what a professional woman looked like. And to this day, I always vision that when I'm in, a, in, in certain positions or doing certain things, that I have to look like Mamie Chandler. So that's what God wants for us. He wants that sanctification to lead us to holiness. She just was the picture of, hmm. for me, of what holiness is. In principle, doctrines help to sanctify the work we do in God's eyes. So I know she had an important job. I just knew that. Even though probably in that day, she was probably what we call a secretary or executive secretary, but she had an important hey, job. If anybody knows Mamie Chandler from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, <laughs> back during the 60s, yeah. we're talking about from 64 to 60. Eight, right. uh, Mamie Chandler, Hazelwood, Glen Hazel, yeah. Glenwood community of Pittsburgh, PA. Tell Mamie Chandler that well, J.C. Gamboa gave her out a shout-out. No, they don't know her as J.C. Her name is Celeste Gamboa <laughs> yeah. gave her a shout-out uh, here on the Stone Builders Hour. 
But it means we always must follow the doctrine and ensure we are sneered by others saying to resist. That's what it said. If we resist the devil, what? He'll flee from us. It is said sanctification requires work. Sanctification requires sacrifice. And that's something I don't see today. No one wants to sacrifice to do the right thing. Sanctification requires humbling ourselves. Ephesians 4.3 says, Endeavoring to keep the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. I am telling you, we need sanctification right now. Yes, we do. Praise God. You know, even in the midst of all this confusion, all this pain and all this hurt, uh, all this rioting and riotous living, you can still have peace. And that's what Jesus showed us when he was on the boat, when he was on the boat with his disciples and the, the rough water yes. was uh, just like the, these man, manly men uh, who were fishermen of the right, sea. All their lives. You know, we were t- <laughs> hey, you know, you want to be a manly man, even like Samson, you know, and now they don't want us to be men. They want us to be weaklings and all that kind of or, or you know, sissified. But, you know, these were men. And, uh, and Jesus just stood up out of the boat and just said, peace, be still and calmed yes. everything. So in the midst of a storm, you can have peace. Yes. So, and that's why, and they all got on one accord. Four. Yes, after they did. That Go get Jesus. Go get Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> they believed on him for sure. And they definitely followed him. So if we're not unified, then we're not doing a good job of guarding that unity. Yes. And Deuteronomy 13, you know, one. Uh, says, if there arises among you a prophet or a dreamer of dreams, mm. and he gives you a sign or a wonder, and the sign or the wonder comes to pass, of which he spoke of to you, saying, let us go after other mm. gods, which you have not known, and let us serve them, you shall not listen to the words of that prophet or that dreamers of dreams. For the Lord your God is testing you mm. to know whether you love the Lord. Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul. And God is appointing those that have stuck with this doctrine because they're following yes. false leaders. False, false gods. gods. Yes. You know, this you have this Black Lives Matter. Yes. And you have Antifa. And 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 I know that between them both they got a billion bucks. And one is that your life matters, but it's only with uh, a cop or police officers killing a black person. It's nothing to do with black on black crimes. Yes. And there's too many black on black crimes. And then, so more it seems so like if you got that kind of money, them. you should come up with some kind of solution more than burning down the city, burning down the police stations, burning down federal buildings, then come up with a plan that's going to really matter to the lives of not only the black folks, but the people around that community. And the same with Antifa. Their whole mission is to bring down this capitalist nation. I'm not saying capitalism is right or wrong. All I know is that it's about buying and selling. And Jesus was all about buying and selling. Working, don't work, don't eat. Right. You got all these people out here not, <laughs> not working, working, but they sure enough eating good, and they sure enough got credit and cards, <laughs> and all of them, I can see all of them got fancy tennis shoes on, different mm-hmm. colors and everything, and they kicked the one dude who kicked him, he had these fancy tennis shoes on. So somehow they don't want to work 
They just want the government to give, and that's not biblical. It is not. And so as we continue to just kind of furry through this information and all of the things that we need to say, we're not saying all our leaders are bad, all our leaders are good, but we need to be praying for our leaders so that they continue to hear directly from God in the movement of this nation. Because remember, this nation has been bountiful. And regardless of all of the things that we might have done or didn't do or had done in the past, this nation was truly blessed. And until we get back to God, we may have to pay some of the consequences of that. Yeah, but stay tuned because we're going to come back on concluding our praying for our leaders. We'll be right back. to the Stone Builders Hour, a unique talk show hosted by Pastor Gary and Elder JC every Thursday at 5 o'clock on Wave 94.1. Distracted driving is dangerous driving. Hi, this is Dewey Rio with Noble, the National Organization of Black Law Enforcement Executives. Distracted driving is when you're driving and trying to do something else at the same time, especially things that take your eyes off the road or your hands off the steering wheel. Things like texting, talking to your passengers, styling your hair, fixing your makeup, using a navigation system, adjusting your radio, CD player or MP3 player, reading things, and that includes maps. Some people even take photos and selfies while they're driving. Keep in mind that any activity that involves using a phone or other handheld device used to send or receive messages while driving is against the law in Florida. This message is presented by this radio station and the North Florida chapter of Noble. For more information, visit noblenorthflorida.com and together we can promote justice by action. Man, what did you get on that math test? Dude, I failed it. I got an F. Bro, it was kind of hard, but I got a B on it. I thought I knew the answers, but I missed some days from school. Were you sick? Nah, I just didn't feel like coming. Look, man, every day you miss school, you fall further behind in your classes. You miss information that help you pass quizzes and tests. It's important that you come to school. Don't become a statistic. When you skip school, you miss out on your potential. For more information, contact the Leon County Schools Office of Prevention, Intervention, Equity, and Services at 487-7306. Welcome back for ending. I think it's been very interesting. I trust some of our leaders who are out there listening to this program <laughs> will pay attention. But I want to start off. you raise up to become a leader. Yes, you do. You don't have to sit back and take it. You can be uh, someone who starts t- picking up the mantle and moving from there. But I want to start off with this scripture, Romans 15, 4. For whatever things were written before were written for our learning, that we, through the patience and comfort of the scriptures, might have hope. So the whole purpose of us following doctrine is that we have hope and know that things are going to work for our good. 
God wants to hear us. Yes. <laughs> I mean, he's listening, wanting to hear our voice. But we use the words of the prophets or our leaders to obey his voice and know the power that goes behind what the apostles say. Right now, we need some leadership because where are our leaders of the church? Where are our apostles? Where are the people who need to be telling us that we need to come together? Remember in Hebrews 3, 7 through 13, wherefore, as the Holy Spirit says, today, if you will hear his voice, harden not your hearts as in the provocation, in the day of temptation in the wilderness when your fathers tempted me. This is, a, this is Yeshua saying this. Prove me and saw my works for 40 years. Mm. Wherefore I was grieved in that generation and said, they do always err in their heart mm. and they have known not my ways. Wow. So I swore in my wrath they shall not enter into my rest. Wow. Take heed, brethren, mm. lest there be any of you an evil heart of unbelief in departing from the living God, but exhort one another daily while it is called today. Mm, not tomorrow. Today. Not yesterday. Today, mm. lest any of you be hardened through the deceitfulness of sin. God is calling out us to be out of this world. We're not mm. supposed to be transformed, but by the renewing of our mind. It is our duty to bring the rest of the world, even if in our backyard, to salvation, not to transform to the, just to the world. So that's why our will gets in the way of us obeying those that God has placed into authority over us. Uh, those of like mindedness in the same doctrine in Hebrews 12, 25 through 29. He says that the, the scripture says, see that you do not refuse him who speaks mm. for if they did not escape who refused him who spoke on earth much more shall we not escape if we turn away from him who speaks from heaven, mm. whose voice then shook the earth. Yes. But now he has promised, saying, yet once more I shake not only the earth, mm. but also heaven. For our God is, is a consuming fire. Mm. Woo! Fire! Mm. Boom, boom, boom. Mm. Talk about Take fire. Take heed. Let's, let's close with a prayer right. for our leaders. Thank you, Lord. And uh, dear God, would you give our leaders wisdom, mm. discernment, and strength? Keep them healthy, safe, yeah. and rested so that they can guide us through this time. Give our government leaders wisdom on how to stop the virus and stabilize our economy. Yes, Lord. Give our spiritual leaders your discernment on how to meet people's needs mm. as they glorify your name and encourage the church. Yes. Give our medical leaders insight into how to stop the virus. Strengthen their resolve and honor their hard work in creating a treatment for COVID-19. 
Give our civic leaders inspiration, courage, joy, and strength to meet the needs of their communities. And help us as leaders in our community to display courage, hope, generosity, and kindness. In the name of Yeshua, I say amen. Amen. We trust leaders out there. You have heard us, future leaders. Just get on board so we can bring this nation back to its glory. Yes. We're out. We're out. Next week. Though the night may